E esta pessoa está sentindo necessidade And someone is feeling the need sobre um atributo que diz to hear more about an attribute that says os enviar, recognize os when Sirius sends them those who are present in the beginning. Praticamente, todas as hierarquias maiores Practically, all the major hierarchies that serve on Earth are hierarchies linked to Sirius because a major hierarchy transcends the sphere of the solar system. And the first solar system that refers to ours is Sirius. Está em contato com Sirius. And so every major hierarchy is in contact with Sirius. Que nós conhecemos, que estão I'm referring conosco. here to the major hierarchies that we know Reconhecer that are in contact with us. Quando Sirius os enviar, Recognize é when Sirius sends estarmos them. Abertos e estarmos receptivos is for us to be open and to be receptive maiores. to these hierarchies, these major hierarchies. To be receptive to these great energies. Por um lado, podem muito these hierarchies, on one hand, may appear to be far away. But every time there is a gathering or a confirmation or there is the possibility of forming a group of monads, then a group of monads already conscious of service, this is already a bridge to these hierarchies. This is already a bridge. So here on the conscious level, we might not have any sign of a major hierarchy. On the conscious plane, we might not have any impression of contact with a major hierarchy. But if we spend our lives affirming that the higher will be done for us, then we are making a contact with our monad. And through this contact with our monad, if our monad is already grouped together with others, then this group of monads is a kind of channel to some projection of these hierarchies. So it's not a question, as some people think, of invoking the major hierarchy, of seeking the hierarchy. No, you must seek to do the highest will. You must try to do the higher will for you. This is the way. To be able to contact a major hierarchy through the monad and never through the personality because this does not take place. Unless the major hierarchy is incarnated there, here, but as we're going to see as follows, it's only relatively incarnated. It's not totally incarnated. No hierarchy incarnates totally. So here we would have to transcend this childish devotion 
of wanting to communicate with major hierarchies because this is not the way. No major hierarchy can respond to this. So the way is for you to be willing to follow the higher will for you, to fulfill the higher will. Higher will means the will of the spirit, of the monad. The will of the spirit which is in contact with your higher destiny. So to follow this higher will is the key to confirm these contacts or to confirm these relationships. And if our monad has already responded to the call to tasks of evolution, and to work within sectors of the plan of evolution. So if you are linked to the will of this monad, this monad is already beginning to receive and perhaps beginning to transmit some vibration from these major hierarchies. And someone is asking, what is the difference between a hierarchy and an entity. A hierarchy is a consciousness that has already transcended material evolution. It's a consciousness that is already integrated into cosmic service and is already integrated in a certain way, to a certain degree, in cosmic life. And since these consciousnesses that have transcended material evolution have that which is called omniscience, that is, these consciousnesses know everything, so when these hierarchies act, they act in the sense that they know all things in regard to us, but also to the plan we are to follow, the service we are to render, the planet in which we are acting. And so these hierarchies have a general knowledge of all this. And these consciousnesses, these hierarchies, they deal with different energies. And so our vehicles, or our soul, or our monad, must first begin to be trained to receive different energies. Because if our being is not yet trained to receive a certain energy, our hierarchy cannot work on it because it would disintegrate or would confuse it. So first we have to develop several energies in the bodies, in the soul, in the monad, so that then we can have these hierarchies close to us or our being has to be well connected to these hierarchies. These consciousnesses can more easily communicate with us. They can form a thread and in time 
mais diretamente begin to cooperate caminho, more directly with our when we have already awakened to higher standards of life no hierarchy can contact or influence ordinary life and so here the being's consciousness must have been awakened to higher standards and the hierarchy is there to help keep up those standards, develop these standards and to elevate these standards even more. And so hierarchy refers to the development of our higher standards in all planes. And so we have to have a willingness to develop these standards and the possibility of putting this into practice. And since groups of monads are already linked to certain hierarchies, a group of monads is considered part of a hierarchy. And so our monad may already be part of a hierarchical line. And we feel that our monad is already part of a hierarchical line because we feel in our whole being an energy that takes us to participate in the mutation of the planet, to take part in the transformation of the planet, and not a stimulus to take part in the planet the way it is. And so if the monad is in contact with a hierarchy, or if the monad is already part of a hierarchical line, the being, the consciousness of the being, is totally linked to the mutation of the planet. The being is participating in the mutation of the planet, participating in the transformation of things. This is a sign, unequivocal sign, that there is a contact of the hierarchy and the monad. And these hierarchies are stimulating the planet to develop vibrations that are higher than the current vibrations. So we as beings should also be open to these new vibrations and our being should become permeable, receptive to these vibrations. And so the transformations in our vehicles or in our soul or in our inner bodies or in our monad, these transformations are continual. And so if a being is in contact with a hierarchy, this is practically evident because this is a being who is going through continual transformation, a being who is going through a transformation that is sometimes violent and is not holding back the impulses of this transformation. This means that this being is in contact with the hierarchy and this being already has a link with these forces. A being who is in contact with this 
que está passando por esta mudança, por esta transformação, já passa a ser This being already begins to be an instrument on the plane where he or she is, an instrument of purification for the planet. This being begins to be something that cooperates with the transformation of the planet, that is on the side of the purification of the planet and not implicated in the contamination of the planet with the more negative part of the planet. And so here, this being is really at the service of the purification of the planet. That is, this being is totally surrendered to purification because the being is part of the planet and purification begins with the being who accepts this uh, purification as service accepts it as part of the purification of the planet and really the being is very grateful for every movement of purification within himself or herself. This is a being connected to the hierarchy. Or if this hierarchy has already reached a certain degree of purification, then the work of transmutation begins and this being then receives this energy and this force that transmute. And as transmutation takes place within the person, this capacity to transmute things takes place. And the first things we receive to transmute are these things which are on the collective mental level, on the collective astral level, in the psychic field of the planet. And the hierarchy that should be connected to the monad regulates the monad, the soul of the individual, so that a task, a service might be adequate for the capacity of the monad, for the bodies. Because if the individual is incarnated, one has to take into account the situation of the bodies, the capacity of the bodies, the energy of the bodies, and all this, the hierarchies organize. And as we purify ourselves, and these forces are being transmuted, we can transmute. We can transmute because we have the rhythm. We have the energy for this. We have the capacity to be in a deteriorated psychic field and transform it, and not be victims of it, but transform it. We enter into contact, and we are not controlled by it. We enter into contact, and we work on it. This is a being who is linked to a hierarchy. And so this is a continual work that the being does continually day and night. And when the external being is asleep, the inner bodies are working. And this depends on the degree of cooperation and influence that the hierarchy has there. See, these are the processes of someone who is in a spiritual group. 
Someone in a spiritual group has these processes to live through, recognizes these things, lives these things, puts these things into practice, being in the world doing these things. So here we would have to draw some conclusions from these things. Draw some conclusions, look at the thought for today, see if we can put the thought for today into practice, which is so clear, because while we are busied or busied beyond that which is strictly necessary with all the things that are human, emotional, mental, things. our real process takes place, who knows, on what plane, on what level. And the farther away this process takes place, the less it reflects here in the world. And so our work of helping the world is minimal or null. Because today we help the world within the law of purification, the law of transmutation, within these laws that move the energies of the world and are taking the planet toward a different condition. This should be our process as members of a spiritual center. So someone might have in this process some point to be resolved, for example, to adjust something in the bodies in order to be an element of transmutation that is more efficient, more efficacious. This is a problem to be treated in a spiritual group. So we see, how are you going to be able to transmute more? How will you be able to better transform that which attacks, which happens? How are you going to be creative in circumstances that are not very clear, in circumstances that are not very defined? These are the questions that should be treated. This should be our day-to-day -day life. And so, as the thought for today says, we should try not to become too absorbed in that which is not service, because it's simple. We have to see, if I am in life to serve what is not service, I'm going to put aside, or I'm going to be involved the least possible, the least indispensable that is possible. Things that have no concern to me, I should not even think about. Not even think about them, because this is time and energy and capacity that we should be employing in our own part, which is always badly done which always leaves a lot to be desired. And so here we really need a decision. We need a decision. And hierarchy is a consciousness that has already transcended all this. It's not even working on these things anymore. It's in another standard of being within the universe where it is focused. 
So, our contact with the hierarchy, our line of hierarchical light is fundamental for us to get out of this ordinary human condition, this normal human condition. Without this contact, without this light, without having this present, without this brotherhood of consciousnesses that have already transcended all this, we really cannot move out from where we are. We spend life after life dealing with the same things in the same way and we forget life, that for which we were created. Now the person had asked, what is the difference between a hierarchy and an entity? An entity can synthesize the energy of various hierarchies. The entity can be representing the energy of various hierarchies and not of only one system. An entity can be channeling various rays according to the level of this hierarchy up to 21 rays. Now, while a hierarchy can give us the impression or a hierarchy can give us the impression of an individual consciousness, an entity is a consciousness that is already liberated, so that an entity is already something that is no longer individual under any aspect. While a hierarchy may be found on the physical cosmic plane where we function, may be found on the astral cosmic plane, an entity has its essence on higher cosmic planes, above the mental cosmic plane. So we can talk about a hierarchy, we can name a hierarchy, we can recognize hierarchies, but an entity, we would have to have a higher perception. An entity has its essence, that which it really is, on higher cosmic planes and it begins to be reflected on the astral cosmic plane, the mental cosmic plane, on the physical cosmic plane. It begins to be reflected, and as it is reflected onto these planes, the matter of these planes encases that part of the essence that is going to be useful on that plane. And so those who have the consciences on that plane, what they see of the entity is that part that was encased and not the whole entity. That part that was encased and that part that was encased, which is a minimal part of the entity, it's the entity projected onto that plane. That which was encased gives the illusion to the observing monad that the entity is an individual, that the entity is that which was encased. 
And in this way, an entity can have a projection of itself, a tiny projection of itself, reflected on the mental cosmic plane, and then there that is recognized as being a cosmic entity, it can send another extension to be reflected on the astral cosmic plane, and that can be encased in the matter of the astral plane, and so the observer says that here is an entity. But there is never an entity here, because the entity is a free consciousness. It's not part of that consciousness that was encased for you to perceive it, for you to understand it, or for you to contact it. There, where it was reflected, it is encased, and there it remains, sacrificed in a way, contained. We see it this way, because the entity is not there. The entity is completely liberated and you cannot perceive it as anything specific. So we have the illusion that an entity evolves, that an entity is manifesting something different. We are in contact with another aspect of it that was captive of the matter on that plane where you can understand it, so that you can understand something. And the work the entity does in you is through that little portion that you can perceive of it. Through that little portion of it, you are then expanded, opened. And so you are before an entity, but you never see anything that is stable. Is working on you for you to see more, for you to perceive more. And this work with the hierarchy is in total harmony when you are there but you withdraw from the entity. Then you become a part of the impulse. You become a part of that force. And that is why entities do not reinforce those levels in which they are prisoners, in which they are known. The entities are working on us so that we can be liberated from all these limitations. And if an entity, because it can happen, if an entity has some aspect that is going to be manifested on some plane, then that aspect has to be introduced from plane down to plane. And on that plane, or the physical plane, that which the physical plane can bear, and that then is encased with the matter of that plane, and the farther down the entity goes, the more limited it is, the more hemmed in it is. And even the consciousness of the entity on this plane where it is focused is not a consciousness as vast as it really is. The consciousness becomes reduced. So if there is a hierarchy, an entity, a major hierarchy, 
that is incarnated, that where it is incarnated, it is very limited. It is reduced, but as consciousness as well. It's not that it is there limited, knowing what it is. It is there limited in consciousness as well. It is there completely closed in a circle that that plane can support. And that part of the consciousness is really sacrificed there, is really circumscribed there and it's not participating in the rest of its life. And all this is a situation that refers to a consciousness that is no longer individual, but seems to be an individual, because it went on adapting itself until it reached the point where it seemed to be an individual, that it functions like an individual. And the situation of this entity, that it is there, but it is not all there. It's something very strange. And you have to live with this. You have to take this as it is because this forms a line and on each level where this happens it is creating things because something like an entity can only act here by being limited and it's these limits which permit and the construction to take place on each plane. If it were not for these limits no work at all could be done on any plane, because the plane could not bear it, the light would be too strong, the energy would be destructive, and so it's all a process of joy of serving through sacrifice. And this is the great joy of an entity when it is projected here. It's a great joy. It's a joy within sacrifice, but this sacrifice is to know that it is here, but I don't know how. So a hierarchy and an entity are a little different. And all this is there together, there in the universe where we can move and have our being. These are things that seem to be beyond our understanding in the present process. But this is all part of the field of the monads. All this is life. All this is the perception, the flow in the field of the monads. And our contact with the monad has, as its principal key, our intention to fulfill the higher will. An entity has the capacity to absorb consciousnesses, not absorb consciousnesses in the sense of annulling them, of killing them. An entity has a field of life where there is no death. So when we say that an entity has absorbed a consciousness, or a consciousness has entered the aura of an entity, 
This means that that consciousness begins to receive the grace of being in a vibratory level that is much wider. And generally, these consciousnesses that are absorbed identify themselves with aspects of the service of that entity. So if a consciousness is serving within an entity, it is absorbed not to disappear, it is absorbed to become identified with that part of the service that the entity is to render on a specific plane. And the service rendered on a specific plane needs the consciousnesses of that plane, a network of consciousnesses, to fulfill the task, to carry out the service. And so an entity might not be serving directly, might not be in a direct action on the plane, but it could be absorbing consciousnesses from that plane, and those consciousnesses would then manifest the work, the service, and this makes the fulfillment of the service much more viable because there are various consciousnesses, various levels of consciousness, each one fulfilling a part of the service that is up to the entity, and the entity maintains that group of consciousnesses. And that group of consciousnesses, through this service, becomes more and more united. And this group of consciousnesses may, in other cycles, form an entity. And so we say that an entity is a liberated consciousness. But I wonder how many individuals are in there. Only today they are no longer individuals, they have become an entity. So we can study the evolution of man up until the monad. After that it becomes difficult to explain because this transformation into an entity is not of an individual, it's of a whole group of consciousnesses who remain in the aura of this entity at different moments. In inner figura, all these things are happening. All these things are worked on. And this is what takes place in inner figura. So in some way, we are related to all this. In some way, we have a connection to all this. Here in Alta Figuera, we have several mantras which attune our vibration to these things.